KBCS Community Radio, this is Zachary Brady. Coming up, The Intentionalist is an online guide to small businesses and the diverse people behind them. Laura Kleis, its CEO and founder, discusses the need for a relational economy instead of a transactional economy. The economy of the future needs to be relational, not just transactional. And I think it's a perfect conversation for us to have because we're sitting here in the greater Seattle area, home to tech. And in so many ways, tech has been part of the facilitating force toward increased transactional efficiency. The progression from, oh, I I want this, right? I want to buy it but I wanna buy it as fast as possible. I wanna buy it as cheaply as possible. And there's just a whole lot of, I want, I need, what is gonna be most convenient and expeditious for me. And that's not to say that I don't understand that we're all busy people and that I think that there is an important role for convenience to play in all of our lives. But one of the things that I've reflected on is that at a time when we can click and swipe our way to immediate gratification, the presumption is that from a consumer perspective, the only thing I care about 100% of the time from a prioritization perspective is how I can have my individual needs met as quickly and as cheaply as possible. And I I love a good deal as much as the next person. Um, Grandma would say bargain. Um, I love a bargain as much as the next person. But I think that sometimes in pursuit of the bargain, in pursuit of efficiency, we lose track of what the associated cost is. And unfortunately, what we forget is that there's a trade-off and we inadvertently start to choose efficiency at the direct expense of other things that we value, like people, like more equitable communities. And so I think that it's important for the economy of the future to be relational because we vote with our dollars for the kind of world that we want. And I think that we have to find a way to bring people back into the equation. We have to find a way to rehumanize the process of making a decision about the money that we spend because that human connection is is what can allow us to bridge cultural differences. And then I think we just have to remember that seemingly incidental decisions every day about where we eat, drink, and shop are an opportunity to contribute to the social and cultural fabric of our communities. I have a story about tea that I think helps to illustrate why a relational approach to the money that we spend can be more valuable than simply transacting and getting whatever it is that we want. So once upon a time, Seattle Best Tea 
in Seattle's International District, Chinatown neighborhood, was among the first tea shops, certainly among the first boba shops in the neighborhood, founded by Lydia Lin. And I got to know Lydia as I was exploring the ID. I stopped in for a heavy oolong with extra boba. And she was really friendly and excited to tell me about the health benefits of high mountain oolong tea and her passion struck a chord with me. And so I went back. And over time, while there are any number of different places where I can buy tea when I'm having a boba craving, I appreciated the opportunity to check in with Lydia and to build on our growing friendship. So fast forward, and one day I stopped in for tea, and this was pre-COVID, and she invited me to sit down for a moment, and she brewed some hot tea. And she said, Laura, I've been wanting to, to ask you, how, how do you work so hard? Uh, it seems like you're working all the time. You must have a very supportive husband. And I said, Lydia, uh, I mean, I don't think I work any harder than you do as a small business owner, um, but yes, I am, I'm incredibly lucky to have a very supportive wife. And she paused and she said, oh, wife, can I ask you a question? And then she proceeded to ask me a question about nomenclature with regard to the LGBTQ community. She hadn't had an opportunity to ask anyone before. And I shared that because the fact that we had that connection is what allowed that conversation to take place. Um, the other point that I would make is with regard to intentionalist, we actually don't have a 20 point progressive checklist of criteria for small business participation. And we do that on purpose. And we do that intentionally because I see value in starting a connection on the basis of what we have in common and then building from there. I have been an LGBTQ rights activist since I first came out back in the 90s. And one of the key things that I've learned through that activism is the power of personal connection. And if I write you off before we've ever engaged, then that precludes the opportunity for us to bridge any potential differences that might exist between us. That was Laura Kleis, the CEO and founder of The Intentionalist. The Intentionalist is an online directory and guide to small businesses and the diverse people behind them. You can visit their site at intentionalist.com. This local story is produced thanks to listeners like you. You can listen to more KBCS local stories by visiting kbcs.fm or subscribe to our podcast wherever you can pick them up.